with South Central Los Angeles children in the summertime are playing roller hockey. Maybe on a lot. basketball court. None. Zero. What do you think they have unlimited resources? Wait, just wait, guys. Save okay, it. Sorry, save I'm saving. They don't have unlimited resources. Save it. You know Where how expensive hockey equipment is? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Movie Band. Hello. My name is Ryan. I'm Colleen. I'm Mary. I'm Christian. And we are basically this is like part two of a two-part series. Yeah. We're covering the Mighty Ducks. I don't even. I refuse to cover Mighty Ducks 3. That is just <laughs> trash. Today we're doing the second one. <laughs> we're only doing the second one, and we're, we'll pretend like the third doesn't even exist because mm. the even if I'm pitching that movie, that the whole pitch is a plot hole. Yep. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. That a junior Olympic gold medal hockey team would get scholarships to a prep school and then not be good enough to play varsity. They get JV. They are JV, but they're getting full rides to go be JV hockey they players? Are just, they just overcome... Like multiple times throughout their lives, they probably. Absurd. I bet you that being on the Mighty Ducks was great for their character development as people because they really learned how to lose and win and lose again. Continue to lose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. It's a roller coaster. It is a roller coaster. So here we are, Mighty Ducks two. We we start off by. Are we just gonna jump right back in? Well, I mean, but no, we so we end Mighty Ducks with how gets on a bus. He is dating Charlie's mom. Yes, we come back in, and they really quickly acknowledge. Oh, now that Charlie's mom remarried. Yeah, but how long was he gone for? Like a year and a half. Yeah, maybe. And he kind of touches on it, like, I should have kept in touch more. It's like, well, yeah, no. Well, no, it's yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. unbrand yeah. for you, Gordon. <laughs> it's all about you. It's always been about you. Selfish. It's always Typical. been you. Typical. It's... <laughs> I, I'm telling you, my dis, my disdain for Charlie Conway is magnified in this movie. <laughs> I don't understand. It, it begins in Mighty Ducks where you're like, man, you're kind of annoying. And this one, he is just, he is... Just of all characters to hate... I know. There's just way better ones. Why don't you pick the nice one to hate? Why don't you pick the mean guy to hate? I told you I like Guy Germain. He's great. He's in every movie. He's very dependable. He's reliable. He's not even in the movie, really. He's able to carry on a successful relationship for three movies. True. Until well, (laughs) so they were. That's more than Charlie's mom. uh, That's way more than Charlie's mom. (laughs) And Gordon's got a new lover just too. He's like the James Bond of hockey. He's got a new woman every movie. (laughs) That's true. And this movie has two women. He does have two. He's like, mm-hmm. and he's trying to hit on the Iceland chick too. Yeah, God, for that, freaking that, well, this guy. One. Don't hate the player. I'm hate hating the, the player. I'm hating, I'm hating the coach. I'm hating and the player. Gordon Bombay, <laughs> the person, is the worst. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So let's. Should we? Should we? Go ahead and jump into the plot, Christian. Well, no, well wait. I mean, before we do we, plot, directed what? by the same person. Yeah, our boy Steve Brill. Same. Picks up right off right where we left off yep. in the first movie. Okay. Uh, adds a couple characters. I'm um, trying to think of some people that we recognize uh, other than Benny the Jet Rodriguez oh as Luis Mendoza. Oh man, did Mary Here's, love that? Gosh. I would say I have a type. Here's, and it's him. <laughs> and it's <laughs> Luis Mendoza. I want to go back. Last last week I said it goes Chet Stebbin number one, number two, <laughs> Bill Murray. I'm going to go slide both those down. Yeah. Benny the Jet Rodriguez, number one. <laughs> yes, number two, Chet right. Stebbin, number three, Bill Murray. Benny the Jet has it's to be It's nice to one. finally Chet be able Stead. to agree on something. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we're going to talk absolute legend, and he really didn't Benito do Jet a lot Rodriguez. after this, which was really disappointing for me. Like he doesn't need to. He did enough. He need to. So he he's in this movie. Keenan, who is coming off a successful all that career. Yep. <laughs> I guess he's like mid all that. All that was right? the greatest yeah, he's, show. He's, he's yeah. this is pre Good Burger. Good Burger. Pre SNL. Pre SNL. But he's been on. He's one of. The, he's the longest tenured SNL. And this is also right pre heavyweights. Yep. Yes. Yes, because this he is was 94. In was he? he is yes. in heavyweights. Is he? he is in heavyweights. Christian, have you watched the movies we, we watched? Keenan? 
Oh, no. Oh, you don't watch the movies. That explains so much, Colleen. Is this about movies? (laughs) This is about movies. Um, This movie has a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes for no apparent reason. What? Has a five-star on iTunes. I'd like to give them a... A five-star on Christian's heart. Uh, Okay, so... Uh, this team picks. So this movie picks up with Gordon uh, is playing minor league hockey, gets injured because Gordon is Gordon. He's gonna Gordon, and he gets hurt. He comes home. Gordon. He is gonna Gordon. Every Gordon's every movie. He comes in. He comes back to Minnesota. The only reason he comes back is because he got hurt, not because the Ducks. He does not right. come back no. because he wants to. He comes back because he got hurt. And he's got nothing else going for him. Right. Because he's a failed lawyer with an alcohol problem, and he's a washed up hockey player. <laughs> he says, "All I can do is coach." I guess. He gets to Minnesota, and we meet uh, a new character. The uh, I y- guess the Jan. We meet Jan, which is Hans' brother. <laughs> yeah, but Hans is visiting his mom in the old country. <laughs> which is good that they unpacked that for yeah, us. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they made that. Jo- I would have much rather. Them, I mean, if they ask us to believe everything else in these stupid movies, then they should have just made Han Jan, and not yeah. no one would have questioned it. It's just no, like, hey, Han. I didn't even know like, yeah, I, I think that's think probably the same guy. That's that's him for sure. That's probably the same guy, but no, they explained it. So thank you, Steve Brill, for <laughs> covering you. the unimportant stuff. But everything else <laughs> in this movie is absurd. That's funny. <sighs> so he gets there. He sees he sees Jan, and then we meet the the Hendricks hockey coach, brand manager. I don't know what he is. He's well, in no, charge of promotions. We, we're, we're skipping. We're skipping. What we're part? Skipping, like dude, Christian we're skipping. Christian, you do it. So. So he starts, he's he's making a comeback, Gordon. He's making a, a whole comeback. He okay. has to figure out, okay, what is he going to do? He's not doing hockey, doesn't want to be a lawyer. Remember, he doesn't want to go back into law. Nope. He says, well, Jan's like, why don't you just start coaching? And he's like, ah, the Ducks, were, man, it was a good time, whatever. This is after he told the Ducks he's coming back to help them defend the championship, right? This is after. Yeah, so he's a liar. Moving yes. on. We have a title <laughs> defense. He's a blah, 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 blah. Nothing. He, <laughs> just, blah, blah, blah. he comes back and is a complete liar. So then comes back. Jan, for some some reason, knows the Hendricks hockey guy. Jan is, is right? well connected. He's very mm-hmm. well connected. We see later on he knows Wayne Gretzky. So yeah. he's talking about that and like trying to figure out kind of Gordon's life for he's him. Like, Hendricks hockey is still without a coach for the junior Kubo games. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That, that was very good. good. <laughs> I thought for a second that that was Jan in the room. That was pretty good. Jan, where'd you... Where'd, Jan? 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 You need a mic? Team, uh, did I say Hendricks Hockey, though? He said Team USA say, is yeah. still without a coach for the junior mm-hmm. football games. <laughs> but cool he, games. So Gordon's trying... He's going back to his roots and sharpening the skates. Yeah. Which he is kind of forgot funny. how to do it, and then... Which is very big green of, of them, where they do a woo! And hey, like, and, uh, and uh-huh. the, I meant, forgot to mention it last week, they do a speed-up scene where they're like, uh, like the big green. Right. Where they're yeah. like being chased by the guy who they... Whatever. It starts fizzling out, I feel like... Like they start, they hint at it, and then I think later on in the '90s they start really like banking on that speed yeah. ramp thing. Yeah, they're trying to cover a, a lot of ground much. really quickly. Yeah, thanks, Big Green. So, anyways, he, I lost he's where I'm at. sharpening the skates. Sharpening the skates. Charlie comes in, yeah. right? He's the apprentice. He says, "Of course uh, he is." He says uh, something about getting paid. What does he say about getting paid? You get paid? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. And then Han says, who wants some strudel or something? <laughs> yeah, that's where I stop. Let's restart watching. <laughs> no, that's, I don't. Really he's done with the, oh, he's done, done recapping. <laughs> I'm too comfortable. That's where Jan right, starts me, talking about. Go on, Mary, jump in here. Jan starts talking about how Charlie doesn't come in as much now that his mom got remarried, which is, I think they're just ticking a lot of boxes for us. Yeah, Steve Brill wants to on catch on all at. these details yeah. for us that we don't care about, but the stuff that actually matters, 
Mm-hmm. It's just a disaster. So Jan hooks um, Bombay up with the coaching job, basically. You need to close the microphone. I think you're a little too relaxed. Mary's <laughs> <laughs> almost laying on really the ground. <laughs> just getting worse. It's, it's a real so comfortable episode. It's very warm in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> so Charlie's an apprentice, and then Gordon Gordon gets uh, the gig as the Team USA hockey coach for the Junior Goodwill Games. Yep. First off, okay, well, I'll get back to my freaking. <laughs> yeah. I'll get back to so the plot holes. The, good yeah. God! All right, so I'm gonna have to speed through this because the plot holes are gonna take the rest of the show. True. All right, so Gordon gets the job uh, somehow. He, uh, he's, he's as a coach, or maybe they're trying to say that the Ducks were good enough to mm-hmm. be on Team USA. So six of the Ducks, sixty percent of the uh, Team USA team is Insane. made up of Ducks. It that's crazy. We want to talk about it. And then, then there's like one five. kid from a couple different states. Yeah, there's like five kids from the rest of the U.S. and then six of the Ducks. That okay. is unbelievable. I'm not even going to get to that part In right now. In a year, now they're good enough to basically be at the Olympics. <sighs> I can't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to hold And they didn't it. even train it. during the summer. I'm gonna no. wait. I'm going to wait. I'm okay. going to get to it. So they, they joined Team USA Hockey. It's in the middle of summer. So these kids are out of school. Good for them. But mm-hmm. they have a team tutor for some reason. Mm-hmm. That seems absurd that, okay, I don't need a team tutor. I'm out of school for the summer. I don't need to be taught. I'm just going to play hockey. But they, they go to Los Angeles where the Junior Goodwill Games are being held. There's several teams there, um, including Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> which is like the cool runnings of this movie. They had uh, the steel drums. They had like steel the drums. Band. God, this was the, the, that was some <laughs> turtle top level stuff. I there. love steel drums. I love steel drums too. But to give the Trinidad and Tobago like tie dye shirts and have a steel drum band, <laughs> yeah, those, that was like, jerseys those jerseys were, were rad. So cool. <laughs> those awesome. I'm just saying, I want to watch the those Mighty Ducks awesome. two Trinidad and Tobago movie. Yeah. I don't care about Team USA. So anyway, they pull these five kids from around the U S. They pull the ducks together. They go to the Goodwill Games. They're playing Trinidad and Tobago. The Team USA are total buttholes in this part of it. Like, they're just beating up on these poor Trinidadian kids. Mm-hmm. They beat them, I was like, 7 to 1 or something like that. They beat them. There's also, uh, the <laughs> in very typical Disney sports movie fashion, we have our all-Aryan, all-black-wearing all team, Team Iceland. Yeah, yep. they're all the same colors that the Hawks wear. Same colors as the Hawks, same color the Knights from Big Green. Just this... Get outside of your box, little. That's all I'm saying. Basically, if you have a black jersey, you're probably the bad guy. And if but you're, you're really good. But you're, really <laughs> but good. you're very talented. And their yep. coach is a guy who's, I forgot his name, but his nickname is The Dentist. Yeah. And he was banned from the NHL for life and America, is Which what the rumor was. It's confusing since he's there. In America. Coach yeah. Wolf. Coach Wolf. Stanson. That's such Wolf a, Stanson. That's such a good like nickname, The Dentist. The Dentist. Because he made so many people get their teeth, teeth replaced. Yeah, that's so cool. So they're, uh, they are doing this whole thing. Uh, so Team Iceland just beats him down in this game. Yeah. Uh, and then... This is so, so, again, still following very much the same kind of pattern as Mighty Ducks 1. Um, and again, Gordon uh, gets a little distracted by the stuff that's happening for him. Mm-hmm. Always. Uh-huh. Always. Uh, and this whole side side plot of Hendrick Hockey is going to turn Gordon Bombay into like this marketable coach. Mm-hmm. Sponsorship. Yep. Going to get him a shoe. <laughs> the he's, Air Bombay loafers. He's meeting Kareem <laughs> Abdul-Jabbar and Christy Yamaguchi. Which is so funny. Kids who want to coach. Kids and then the guy's coach. like, do kids want to coach? And he's like, yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah, they sure do. do. Which was proven coach. correct when Who Charlie was he ta- He was talking to... 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, who was in there playing himself Gosh. again? And then and and they are putting Hendrix Hockey. Who knows how much money they have? Because the only thing I see that has Hendrix Hockey in it the entire time is that is the one Team USA jersey. They don't have any other gear in the whole movie. Everything else is <laughs> is Easton and all these other like the polar bear. The polar bear, Hendrix polar bear, has his name on it. But they put Gordon up in this like sweet Beautiful. Los Angeles beach house, compared to the bunk beds that the kids are sleeping yeah. in. So there's starting to be this rift where Gordon is getting all this fame and publicity. Fame's going to his head. It's going to his head. The kids are feeling ignored and left out for good reason because in this movie there is zero hockey practice except for the very first one where Bombay meets the team. There's mm-hmm. no other practices and they in the whole movie. Us to all the new characters, and that's the only time we go to practice. And there's a classic- and that's not even. Practice. So fame's going to his head, and he he starts dating that the lady from Iceland. Mm-hmm. And there's a classic, classic '90s kids movie situation where two kids overhear very little and assume completely. So much. <laughs> so much. Like that happens in so many movies where they just don't stay to hear the full statement. They just listen to two lines and are like, "They hate us. He's awful. He thinks we're stupid." Or even My Ducks one where they see one thing, like an old, like twenty year old photo of. Mm-hmm. Of Gordon as a hawk, oh, and then a, and they're, they're like, he's, all down he's a hawk. There. Yeah, <laughs> kids making assumptions, man, or adults. Nobody should make assumptions. That's true, though. That's not really a plot hole. That's like it's not a plot hole. It's just part of the. I'm saying. Part I think it. I made a lot of assumptions as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> maybe that part is accurate. Then <laughs> in general. you'd hear just a little bit and then run with it. Yeah, right. I'd be like, I tell my sister right away. Shoot. Guess what I heard. So the, Gordon has lost the team at this point. Mm-hmm. Gordon is starting to slick his hair back. He's starting to dress like the Iceland coach. Yep. He's, he's getting really, you know, too big for his britches for a man who's only coached less than a, a full season of peewee hockey. Yeah. And barely won a championship after barely making the playoffs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he then sure tried is, to, he tried to make it in the minor leagues, right? right. And, and got his knee blown out. Yeah, so he's just, he's a failure at many levels. Very little success. <laughs> but he's very confident. Very confident that he's that he's the next thing. And yeah. Hendrix Hockey is totally feeding into this. I this wonder whole if mentality. he's a megalomaniac or something and he just like sees himself at this really high level and like that he cannot fail. He's like the anti coach Taylor. Like Coach oh Taylor my gosh, is gosh, I love Coach Taylor. No All right, coach I gotta coach revise Taylor. the list. <laughs> Where are you? Coach Taylor. Number one, Benny Coach the Taylor. Jet. Oh, number you put two. him over. Oh maybe. I would, I would put, put Coach, coach Taylor. Taylor. Coach Taylor number one. Because we know Benny he's the a jet number two. Adult. Chet Stebbin, number three. <laughs> number four, Bill Murray as as Gordon Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the coach I want. That's the sports That's hero coach I want. Taylor is so good. So uh, <laughs> Gordon is losing his team, and he has to find himself again. So he goes out in rollerblades on near the beach Misses for a Misses a game, basically. And forgets they have an elimination because game thank, against Germany. Thank God Jan saw him on TV and was like, slicked back here, this is not good. And so Jan leaves and sees the... Gordon is dressing like, well. You gotta get he it together, man. Go, go back to your roots. <laughs> he must be in trouble. You look too rich. You can't be a peewee hockey coach anymore. And so the poor ducks are without a coach for this elimination game versus they have Germany. Their tutor. This is the only time I like Charlie is where he does some quick thinking and gets Miss McKay, the team tutor, which they don't need in the summertime. Whatever, Coach McKay. Coach McKay. <laughs> what are y'all doing, standing around? What does she say? Something like. <laughs> Something that was it. Something oddly <laughs> assertive for her really passive character right. that she has throughout the and entire Charlie movie. Charlie pretty much asks her to beat the coach in front of the referee. So yeah. that's, you know, that's going to be allowed. 
but it is. And so, and then Gordon shows up is. in the middle of the game in perfect Gordon fashion, turning all the attention towards himself. You can tell Gordon has changed because his hair is not <laughs> slicked back. He is wearing some casual clothes. Duck call. He has changed back to the old Gordon. He comes in with a duck call, doesn't call a timeout, just starts making a duck call noise and stops the game yep. and goes onto the bench because it's all about Gordon. And so they beat Germany and they continue on in the tournament. They make it to the finals against. Iceland. Yep. <laughs> Which, like, whoa, here's and another... And my... My God, this game. <laughs> <laughs> this championship game. Are we still in the summary right now? We're still doing... Oh, yeah, but okay. we're kind of... Just... No, no, no you're right, good. So, I, just, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to interrupt. Quick summary. All right, we'll finish the, finish the summary. They beat Iceland in a shootout because uh, <laughs> the one time they used Julia the Cat Gaffney, who is far and away a better goalie than Goldberg, they right. use her for one play and she stops Gunnar Stahl, the... the Best player on the, the Iceland team kid. because she can stop his triple deke. Yeah. Glove side. And this is at the point where they've already decided that they want to beat Ducks again, right? Oh, yeah. This stupid Wait, hold on. Before we do My that, God. I did read this. Someone wrote that Julie Julie was made out of purebred uh, Maine hockey skill and Goldberg was made out of pancakes. <laughs> and somehow <laughs> Julie was the one that sat oh. the bench. She anyway, played sorry, one play in the whole thing and she's, she's far most, and away yes, better. Yeah, she's so much better. And Goldberg still is just like this Goldberg is temporary skate. You look I'm at just that. waiting for my family to move <laughs> to back Philadelphia <laughs> family's been gone for a long so time so Team USA in the first half of that game they have yet to forgive Gordon it's still mm-hmm. there's still kind of some bad blood there they're getting whipped by Iceland and Gordon knows what to do mm-hmm. let's make them ducks again let's so make he brings ducks. out the Anaheim Mighty Ducks jerseys and and in have. the most anti-Olympic yeah. move ever, they get rid of their national colors and put on a team's colors. Mm-hmm. And then they win the rest. They play the rest of the game as, as the Ducks. And so another small side plot, the Ducks themselves also kind of let it go to their heads that they're on Team USA mm-hmm. and kind of lose their fire and passion. And yep. there's a little boy named Russ. Aww. Keenan. Keenan Thompson, who somehow, even though he's a poor... Uh, inner city Los Angeles kid keeps buying tickets to the Junior Goodwill game hockey games <laughs> by himself. The Olympics are very budget friendly. <laughs> Maybe they are. Maybe by the himself. Goodwill games are. <laughs> he keeps coming to these games by himself. But he oh, apparently man. runs with a uh, a crew. A much older crew. A much older crew. Uh, a Los Angeles street gang. I'm sorry. A Los Angeles street hockey game. <laughs> these kids that they play, they're these inner city Los Angeles kids, and they're playing hockey. Mm-hmm. This is like, uh-huh. I would say that's probably one of the, y'all just okay with that. I'm fine with it. It's not like also, they were playing ice hockey. They were just playing roller hockey. If they were playing ice hockey, I would definitely have a problem with it because that, that just doesn't make sense. I just don't think that's sense. possible. Like, no inner city black kids are playing roller hockey. They don't, One, you don't know that. Okay? You don't know that. <laughs> that's Two. fair. I've never seen it happen before. <laughs> Anywhere else but this happened. movie. I remember kids playing hockey in the street where I grew up. I remember like, kids they, playing hockey in the street on like TV and movies and stuff. I just even remember like thinking as a kid, candle. like this seems like they're they're kind of forcing this one a little bit, a little bit. But so this inner city street hockey team teaches the Ducks after they beat the Ducks down how to be how to find their true hockey yeah. spirit. Yeah, and, and about so, the knuckle puck and the knuckle puck. Well, so Russ most, joins the team. The thing I didn't I didn't agree with was when they hit the they hit the puck over the fence and landed on that guy's car. Yes, and, and he, he was just fine with it back. and threw it back. That's the more unbelievable part. Let's go ahead and get in those plot holes then, because the Ducks <laughs> end up winning the gold medal. 
Even though they're supposed to be freaking Team USA, but whatever. It's all about the Ducks. I'm going all the way. I will back you up on that hockey thing real quick. This is I just looked up a stat. It is like I totally get what he's saying though. It is like a predominantly like white person. Sport. I'm not saying this is not even not a racial. Like this is not a racial saying, like, profile yeah. thing. It just seems like so the NHL has 93 percent of their players are white people. But Allegedly, is that no, it's all ice hockey, stat. right? It's not roller hockey. But I don't think they have stats on um, street hockey players. <laughs> <laughs> Because I do feel like street hockey is much more accessible. Those kids were geared out. They had a lot of equipment. They had had a lot of equipment. So let's go and get at the plot holes or just some observations. Um, So this is a plot hole at the end of the movie. But to me, it is crazy that they're at this giant hockey game, final championship, Olympic, whatever. And they go into the locker room to get their jerseys without, like, they didn't know ahead of time. Nobody knew that they were going to be doing that. But when they come back out, all of the programming for the arena has miraculously changed to be about the Ducks instead of about Team USA. Which is crazy. And, like, who was communicating with those people that was like, yeah, we're just going to change all of this. Like, all and, the marquees need to But don't worry, we already everything. have all the stuff we But wait, yeah. it's Team USA. Don't worry about it. Gordon knows what he's doing. I just feel like that would never <laughs> fly professionally. This, okay, then listen, the Ducks don't even have an assistant coach, let alone somebody who's who's following up on these details to make sure that the marquees are all changed out. Right. That, that just, <laughs> oh, to me is like a huge... Miss McKay's not doing that. No, The also, Hendricks guy's not doing it. Speaking of Miss McKay, you were right when you said, like, it's summer, why do they need a tutor? But also, she is introduced as their tutor, and we literally never see her teaching them. They have one teaching moment, but like one like, class thing, but it's, it's so small. It's so brief that, like, she could, if she wasn't one of the multiple love interests of Gordon Bombay and the needed like stepping I think that they she didn't need to be in the movie no because the girl from Iceland could have been his love interest and I they could have easily had like Jan there watching the game and he comes in that would be really cool if he was their temporary coach I'd love if Jan was the coach he'd be a better coach than Gordon if him and Charlie just made eye contact because he's been helping (laughs) Jan out in the in the skate Skate shop shop. and it would be so cool if they like made eye contact and this was them like kind of uh, reuniting after Steve on the phone. In there. Or if Hans came back with his mom from the old country. Yes. And Hans and Jan and coach the team? No. Oh the mom coaches the, the mom. team. Or the mom. <laughs> mom Jan coaches the mom team? Jan. Mom Jan. Man. Well, speaking of better coaches, let's go, let's go ahead and go back to the beginning of how in the heck any of these people made this team. <laughs> I want to just begin at the top. <laughs> because how does a team comprise 60% of, of peewee hockey team who barely made the playoffs barely. only because the Panthers got the measles? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how does 60% of that Olympics. team, how do they, that's not, none of them are Olympic caliber. Mm-mm. Not one. Adam Banks, maybe. Maybe. That's, Jesse, maybe. The Goldberg, end. certainly not. Goldberg's the worst. And then their coach, how does he even become the coach of Team USA? He's coached, again, less than a full season and barely won the playoffs. Right. And they're just trusting him with this whole team. It's unbelievable. I mean, I don't understand why Coach Riley is not the coach of Team USA. You saw all the banners the mm-hmm. Hawks have won. This guy clearly has if he has a history of winning and knows yeah. how to develop pedigree hockey players. Mm-hmm. How is Coach Riley not the coach of Team USA? And why is Team USA not made up of all Hawks? 
Right. They won the whole. They they For were the better team. For them being so good and having such a good reputation, it's shocking that there's not even one. I get that though. That that would have been pretty weird, like plot wise, because they would have had to address the fact <laughs> that the Hawks and the Ducks are not. That would actually be a pretty interesting story to have some hawks and ducks come together. But that would totally take away from the Iceland thing because they would be having two different. That's a better story. Unless they just let them like mesh together. And then and then they try to tell us that these five kids, the ones that aren't ducks, are the best of the best that USA has to offer. Okay, I'll give you Drew the cat, Gaffney. She is the best, and maybe even Dwayne the the cowboy. The cowboy. But the rest, Kenny Wu, the Olympic (gasps) figure skater, and Luis Mendoza. Don't talk about Luis Mendoza. Luis Mendoza doesn't even have to stop on, on skates. That's true. Okay, that's right. He that seems know like the stop, first thing you learn made it when you're Olympics. on ice skates is how to stop. Right. And then Dean Portman, who is a 28-year-old man. Oh, yeah. What is their name, <laughs> oh, him man. and Fulton? The Bash Brothers. The Bash Brothers. They are the perfect Dean pair. Portman, I don't know how old, he old, how old he was in this movie, but it was not 14. No. He's the one that he came on the ice and he was like, that's a teenager. <laughs> and the guy goes, hormones. Yeah, hormones, <laughs> or he's actually huh? 28 years old. Yeah. I feel like Channing Tatum could have played Dean oh Portman very well. Oh my gosh, yes. He Why didn't he, I wonder? He should have. Uh, Maybe because this so was great. He would have been pretty young. He was still doing backup dancing or whatever he was doing back then. <laughs> Break dancing? Yeah, backup dancing. Break dancing. So, I just don't, that's, I don't understand how this team even came together, mm-hmm. for one. And... Even Adam Banks is a bad choice because that kid is made of glass. He gets hurt in every movie. He is the most fragile um, of the hockey players. It, so yeah. his like miraculous recovery when he's like, I woke up and it felt better. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, no. let's see how we're going to figure out to get you in the game. All right, so let's move on to why I hate Charlie Conway. No, okay. oh, Charlie is, is an idiot. He is let... He's not an idiot, but he is less likable in this movie. He's- he is an idiot. He looks and is like, hey, coach, I let's is cool, but this stuff says Hendrix all over it. Yeah, they're our sponsor, Charlie. It also says Team USA because that you're representing America. And he's like, well, why can't we be the USA Ducks? And like, because that's never how any Olympic team has ever been represented as a as a mascotted team in the Olympics. Well, we Although, already have a bird. That's true. As our mascot. Yeah, the Eagles. Eagle. Even the USA Eagles. Come in that. Couldn't they have had uh, the law firm as their sponsor again, maybe? And here's the whole thing. And then they could have just been the Ducks. This is a, this is I, this is it. I have a, this. This is the conversation. It's nice, Coach, but we're ducks. This stuff says Hendrix all over it. Well, yeah, there are sponsors, Charlie. So what? Can we be USA Ducks or at least keep our own colors? And then Coach Bombay says it's business stuff, Charlie. Don't worry about it. It was business stuff with duck, Ducksworth. Yeah, that was their old sponsor. Yep. Who fired Gordon? Why does he love the Ducks so much? Other than they won one championship, why are you so loyal to this team? Oh, they talked about that at one point during the first movie about it being really good PR for the law firm. Yeah. And really good outreach for them. So it was great for them, but it. it was still a sponsor. It was yeah. no different than Hendrix being I wonder, there. Like, do you think Charlie just didn't get it then either? Like, he just thought they were called I just the think Ducks he's kind in of the same thick, way that the- a thick skull child. <laughs> Not very smart. This is the dumbest dialogue ever in the movie. Is yeah. him trying to convince yeah, Gordon right. or you're understand right. why they're Team USA? <laughs> oh my gosh! When they're in the Junior Goodwill Games. <laughs> Speaking of the Junior Goodwill Games, let's get to the competition because Iceland <laughs> is the best team. Yeah. Why? Well, because Iceland's green and Greenland's ice. <laughs> they're all Iceland is a country of three hundred thousand people without a hockey tradition. I did some research. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, Russia, I didn't know this. <laughs> I didn't know that. Russia, Sweden, Canada. Canada's not even in this movie. That's shocking. All these countries have better hockey players, but you can't hockey, have the better bad hockey guys culture. Be Canada. Everybody knows that Canadians Could have been nice. Russia. That seems like an easy, easy one. <laughs> Do they have a hockey tradition? Russia? Yeah, Russia's very good at hockey. Yeah, what's a miracle? Miracle. 
This is the opposite of miracle. This movie, they they get rid of the USA colors and put on ducks. It's a miracle that they're able to win. There's a miracle this movie was made. Well, I want to talk about something that probably I should have mentioned at the beginning, which would have actually shut this whole podcast down because of Ryan Hollingsworth, his rules that he's brought up. So Mr. Tibbles says when he's talking to him about coming on as the coach, he Mm -hmm. says, "What you did with the ducks was magic." The country needs your magic. To me, this means now we can watch Space Jam. <laughs> so uh, there. So there. I still just want to know how they pick these teams for this for this tournament. Gordon Bombay is a wizard. Gordon Bombay is the worst. <laughs> so Canada, Canada didn't make the Goodwill Games, but Trinidad and Tobago made the Goodwill Games. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> no argument that. here. I had not. Thought I actually of that. looked it up. <laughs> Uh, it sounded like you were going to counteract that, and then you changed your mind mid thought. The real life equivalent of the Junior Goodwill Games is the Junior Olympics. They couldn't get the branding for that for this movie, so they went with Junior Goodwill Games. Gotcha. Canada has won the Junior Olympic Hockey Tournament 15 times, including two streaks of five straight gold medals. Wow. Dang. So they should have been Iceland. They should have been Iceland, mm-hmm. but like I said, Canada is not a good villain. They were like, great. They were a, a great country. villain when the USA played Canada in the like the gold medal hockey game, whatever that was, six eight years ago. In real life. In real life, I remember <laughs> watching that. I don't. I don't remember it. With a uh, Ochi, Ochi, Sochi, Sochi. That that's was a, the Olympics. That's a country. Yeah. <laughs> TJ Oshi, I think, was the player that everybody was hyped up about back then. Interesting. Mm. I really am not a hockey guy. That's my limit. That's my limited hockey knowledge. But except the fact that not only is Canada not in this movie, but they flipped the bird to Canada one more time by having Wayne Gretzky come pose that's right. with Team USA, and he's Canadian. Yep, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Anyway, what else do we have, Colleen? Well, I'm just I'm I'm not I'm not ready yet. Well, I've got three other things I want to have. I just want to <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> well, we had another scene, the mall scene. Oh, another yeah. Mall scene, I love which I absolutely love. But you have some issues scene. with this one, right? Mm, not really. That I mean, what, Averman? Averman? Yep. He just stops working. Yeah. <laughs> they just leave their jobs. <laughs> and he, like, had his gear with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just go through, what is it, the, what's, is that a famous mall? Mall of America? Is that Mall oh, of America? Oh, that's a very famous mall, if that's the one that they're in. Yes, that's the that one. is the mall. Well, it's got that's a roller coaster in it. Yeah. The Mall of America. Because it's so cold outside, everything indoors. I've been there. Yeah, is it really big? Yep. Well, then they they transfer to outside somehow. They start picking up all the ducks, and Charlie actually jumps Freaking over. Ducks. Do you remember? Okay, in the construction scene, he jumps, just jumps. There's no ramp oh, or anything. He man. just jumps over so this pile. So high. He's so high, like nine feet, Not, over seriously. like a cement mixer. Yeah, and then knocks the guy over, and then that he, he gets covered in cement. I had rollerblades, and I tried to jump in rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> it did not end well. You for jump me. less high than you do yeah. without with rollerblades. <laughs> that somehow Charlie, with twenty pounds and wheels on his feet, was able to jump nine <laughs> feet in the, the air, air over a cement mixer. Well, then Connie and Guy were at the some waterfalls. Well, because Guy is responsible, is the best guy on the whole team. Yeah, he's got a relationship. Taking care of his girl. They're about to kiss. They go. I don't know what they said, but Averman or said something. Was he yeah. saying? Yeah, and then he goes, "The Quack Attack was... is back, Jack." <laughs> oh, yes. That was it. That was, was it. That was a great close. quote. I was this close. Yeah. <laughs> you really, you feel for him right there. Oh, like yeah, he's just trying. He's and doing. She his was best so into going to play hockey. Like that's. That was she was oh, just yeah. like, okay, okay, I'm done with you. I feel bad Connie for him. is the dream girl. If You're like, you like now, my interest they're too. They're just yeah. now this close, and they've been dating for like a year and a half or two years. They're they're young. 
That's probably not an excuse. I know. Sorry. You know why? Because Guy's responsible with her heart. Yeah. He's trying to take care of her, protecting her, protecting Connie's heart. It sounds to me like he's been trying to kiss her for a while. Maybe, but you so know, I watched it with some building some relational equity. Guy is spelled guy. Yeah, it's G-U-I. spelled guy. What's that about? I don't know. <laughs> Plot hole. <laughs> Plot hole. Plot hole. Stephen Brill. His name wrong. It says guy, but you call him Guy. <laughs> is Guy your name? I don't know anyone named Guy, other no? than this guy. <laughs> guy. You mean this Guy? <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. That wasn't on purpose. It seemed like it was. Yeah. Um, Mary, what's what's your deep takeaway on this movie? Yeah, you always have a nice, like, uh, synopsis of, like, some real deep-rooted issues. I mean, I just want to know your thoughts on, like, you know, Gordon and kind of him getting too big for Dad his bitches. Dad issues, fear-based leadership. You there know, was the no stuff, really... like, the hard-hitting <laughs> items you talk about every podcast. That you really just dig deep and find in these movies. Thank you guys for saying that stuff long enough to give me something to think about. <laughs> but I still have it. Like, so... To me, I actually liked the first Mighty Ducks better than the second Mighty Ducks, which Whoa. is not true for most people. Because this one, I was oh. disappointed in Gordon Bombay for like the entire movie. He just completely lost sight of like why he was excited about the sport to begin with. Which he literally which, did a year before. I know. It was and it's so learning. disappointing. Boy, and I was movie. like offended by it for a while because I wish that he wouldn't have had to take that character arc. I wish there could have been something different for him to do. But I feel like that's a closer representation of how people actually are like you don't have one one big failure and then all of a sudden you never struggle with it again like this is a pattern of behavior for him where like it's not that he doesn't care he just loses focus on it really easily he's very selfish if but honestly he was right like his dad died when he was so young and he had that awful coach that was in his life just pressuring him to succeed. And when he, it didn't work out for him, he just like his whole career tanked at the age of like 12. So, yeah, I think he definitely has some issues with wanting to be appreciated, noticed and like admired because he had that very young and kind of it was like an Icarus situation, like flew too close to the sun, didn't work out, got burned and then was like living a super like adrenaline junkie lifestyle. So it makes sense that he would still be looking for that same admiration I think even now even though I don't think that's what he wants or that's his intention he just seems to gravitate towards wanting that like notoriety I get that that he had when he was a kid you're not wrong personal opinion so he's a flawed hero is he a flawed hero or is he He's not a hero. I wouldn't say that he's a hero, but I would say that even though he's frustrating, like that's really a relatable struggle probably for most people. It's just that they act like this is like really like the Olympics. Yes, are high stakes, but like they act like this is like the end all be all like he does. He acts like this is the end all be all. And in reality, like he has um, gotten close and failed multiple times to being really, really successful. So I feel like he shouldn't be so afraid of of failure commitment and failure yeah those seems to be both things he struggles with yeah so let's get to the last couple things here unless christian you have anything else colleen no no you guys got Um, it all i do well i love keenan in this well we're not yeah keenan's so cute little keenan is the cutest my favorite scene actually is keenan i think is it jesse He's in the penalty box and mm-hmm. they're like, he's messing with them yes. uh-huh. and knocks on the window on the glass and just puts his mouth on it. and just bl- <laughs> oh. like, That's such a good thing. kid thing to it's do. So I'll put it on the site. Um, Please do. A little gif of that. That is the funniest thing to me. And then he tries to climb over the glass like he's going to do something. Like, yeah. What's Jesse going to do? He's not going to do anything. What are you going to do? You can't, even get the, you can't even get your hockey legs over that glass. I loved the relationship between those two. I thought it was hilarious. Jesse and Russ. Yes. Speaking- Where's Jesse's brother in this movie too? I don't know. Uh, Speaking don't of Keenan, he's with Han. 
So Adam, the old country, Adam Banks <laughs> gets hit in the wrist and is like skating hurt for a while. He's just a broken boy. Yeah. Once Bombay comes to his senses and realizes his priorities have been in the wrong place, he gets him straightened out. He apologizes to Adam and says, I'm sorry that I wasn't looking out for you, but you can't play. And they just put Keenan on the team. <laughs> Of the Olympics, <laughs> like there was, it was not only sixty percent ducks and five other kids, but there was nobody else that they could have called up. Yeah. Even another one of the ducks. Instead, they pull this kid who only skates on the street. Never even been on to ice. an Olympic hockey team. Even if it is Peewee, I just don't understand that. He, like he was so cute, but that is like a really hard thing for me to wrap my brain around. That it was like <sighs> a week until the Olympic game against Iceland, who is like the best team or whatever, and then. They can just be, say, listen, Adam Banks, you are the best, but you are out because you have a hurt wrist. But don't worry, because we have very small, a very small boy who's been heckling us. <laughs> and he's ready to step up to the plate because he has some. He oh, has is he a, good at ice hockey? No, 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 no. But he has something called a knuckle puck that he might be OK at. Should, we, should we look at some other players? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. This is the one. Did you guys have anybody who almost made the team, you know, around the U.S. that we could right. call up? No, nope, no, 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 no. That is anyone from the absolutely Hawks. unbelievable no. to me no. that there would be no other kids that they could call that they just tag in. Like that would never. Ever, this is where ever, you ever. call the Hawks and you yes. say, "Hey, any of you? I know there's any bad of the blood, old but ducks. Does anybody want to be in the Olympics? Jesse's brother, right? It just Julie that, the cat. You're on the bench. <laughs> Julie the cat. She's <laughs> right. the greatest. I just that. <laughs> I want to talk about so the finals because this is this is <laughs> this is just the thing that gets me the most. All right, so this is the last thing. This is the finals, and this is the game. I can't. There's too much in this thing. I mean, they're playing Iceland for the finals. A player lassos another player. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. Dwayne ropes a guy. Because he's a gentleman. And doesn't get ejected. He gets a two-minute penalty as if he had just, like, hooked somebody. It's so true. And they got ejected for so much less than that. Yeah. The amount of things that USA got thrown out of the game for compared to what Iceland got thrown <laughs> Like, nobody from Iceland got thrown out. No. They just got penalties. is insane. I'm pretty sure uh, Portman and uh, Portman started stripping in the penalty box in this yep. game. Oh, yeah. That is True. Which is which is a lot for a fourteen year old boy to do, and maybe even maybe the the women who are oogling him should should rethink their priorities as well because that's not appropriate for, mm-hmm. for them to be doing that. But then the switch away from the Ducks jerseys, we talked about that at halftime. It's like the anti miracle, um, and you mentioned even too like so they they just had all this Ducks gear there, including all these pads and jerseys, mm-hmm. just waiting the whole game. They don't change until the third. And they period. have them for everyone, even Keenan. Yeah, Keenan has one. And and uh, I mean, what if what if Team USA had been beating Iceland at this right. point? We're well, just gonna keep that stuff in the box for next season or something. So then the final the final thing where uh, Team USA ties Iceland because they're getting whipped the whole game, and it's this this the old switcheroo, which is absurd. <laughs> where Goldberg, we think Goldberg is playing goalie. It's actually oh, yeah. knuckle puck Russ. I actually <laughs> thought that was pretty good because I didn't realize it wasn't Goldberg <sighs> until he took his helmet because off. Because Iceland had been like keying in on, on Russ, not letting him get his knuckle puck off because they knew it was unstoppable. <laughs> Which is shocking because he's been on the team for like two days. That's some that's some good film study because I don't know how they've seen knuckle puck before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a legend. <laughs> he's a legend. Absolute legend. <laughs> so 
Keenan somehow, somewhere, some way puts on all Goldberg's gear mm-hmm. and Goldberg's jersey and helmet without anyone else noticing. Right. And, and it's not like the they're, sw- of- they're swapping basketball jerseys. Yep. There's a lot of goalie gear you got to put on. What is Goldberg wearing? <laughs> While he's not in the goal? <laughs> Great question. Ooh. A barrel. I just thought of that right now. <laughs> I just picture him wrapped in like a beach towel uh, back uh, backstage or whatever in the, in the locker room. Just waiting. Rooms. Just waiting for the game to be over. Yeah. So then, okay, apparently he breaks three hockey rules with this play. Uh, you can't switch. If you switch goalies, you have to announce it. You can't switch jerseys with another player. And if the goalie's helmet comes off, which Russ has to take off to hit the knuckle puck, right. then play is stopped. Oh, and then yeah. fourth, if the puck isn't in the goal before the clock hits zero, it doesn't even count. Hmm. And then, but Steve Brill did think, oh, but they're not, they're going to worry that he has a goalie stick, so we'll make sure someone skates by and gives him a real stick to <laughs> make sure that knuckle puck gets off in time. Yeah, I totally. And then the shootout. That. We talked about Julie the cat only going in for one play. Gordon Bobay is the worst coach. There's and no coaching in this thing. Asked, and, like she was pretty. She, I was like real impressed with her maturity level yeah. on that whole conversation. She where was he's so like, calm. "Hey, sorry, Goldberg's it." And you're like, "You have." He's on a real hot streak me. right now. Goldberg's okay. on a hot streak. Goldberg's he's terrible. Just, he's just <laughs> larger than her and takes up more space in the goal. But then he puts her in for the last play. Should have put her in the whole thing. Wouldn't even been in the situation. They would have whipped Iceland earlier on. Mm-hmm. So then Julie saves the day. And then at the end, they are flying home. This is just the icing on the cake for Steve Brill. Flying home. The plane fades into a flying V formation of... Canadian geese. Not even ducks. <laughs> Canadian geese. Oh, wow. <laughs> And that's how that's it ends. Funny. And so that's that's why I wanted to do these podcasts, was for these movies, guys. We're, we're, we missed a whole part, I realized, which was the Rodeo Drive. <laughs> oh, scene. yeah. That's exactly what I was going to talk about. Talk about Colleen, that? This was the Rodeo Drive. Oh, wait. <laughs> Wait, were they going animal? shopping? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Sorry, yeah. when you said rodeo, I was like, no, if he, I did I forget like, something? No, that's what it was. This is a rodeo. This yeah. is a rodeo. It's rodeo. When they go into the store, first of all, sneak in. That well, yeah, they sneak in. Well, kind of. I mean, they let them Aaron in. Spelling, Aaron spelling. Yep. Nephews. <laughs> yes. And then the, the he says he's buying a gift for his mom. And then they're like, let's just have all the models just come out and basically put on a show for these pubescent boys <laughs> and see nothing wrong with this. Well, my favorite part is when he's like, I think what my mom really wants is a bikini. Is a bikini. <laughs> and they're like... <laughs> that was a great was- line. And then the record scratch. Yeah. And she throws so him good. out the door. Oh. I thought it was so funny that they just walked around to so many stores trying to go in and they just tell him, we don't so allow funny. unsupervised children when in they're here. asking for like, I'll take a, I'll take a large Coke and uh, some fries. What do you guys want? Like it's and, so middle school boy. They, it's the, hilarious. The people on the other end get so upset. Get out of here, you little jerks! <laughs> yeah. Very Uncle Frank. Very Uncle Frank. You oh. Man, jerks. I do love the movies. It's just the potholes are just so hard to, to do with yeah. later in life <laughs> anyway well those are the mighty ducks guys we loved them we do and uh we are uh what do we got coming up next colleen Winston. we have <laughs> go ahead or mary mary, mary, mary had it that's cool what do we got coming up next mary <laughs> I thought you were genuinely asking i didn't know you were doing the setup <laughs> no it's cool i didn't want to say it say it, say it either say one it. of you dunstan dunstan let's say it together one two Dunstan checks in. in. <laughs> Everyone's second favorite monkey movie. 
Two. He goes, Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> Not King Kong. <laughs> Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> I forgot about that. I guess Curious George is also higher, but it's cartoon. Would Tarzan so. be? Tarzan, Tarzan is a boy. He's a man. He's not a monkey. Those were the monkeys. But there is, um, there's a lot of monkeys in Tarzan. So Everyone except for him and go, Jane. Like, movies with monkeys. George of the Jungle. Is there any monkeys that? in George of the Jungle? Yeah. yeah. They talk. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I'm getting it mixed up with other movies. There's gorillas. Movies, One reason why right? we're not covering But anyways, Dunstan checks also in. Also because Whoa, I refuse what to cover mess. Brendan Fraser movies. <laughs> why? We can't watch The Mummy in here? I've been trying to do it in Sino Man and Jungle to Jungle. <laughs> and The Mummy. Okay, not The Mummy, but I will. The Mummy. I, we can talk about Encino Man off, off the air. Okay. <laughs> but I, I would probably let that slide. But anyway. But I think this is an interesting segue into like allowing us to do magic movies. <gasps> Dunstan Checks In is not a magic movie. I know, but this one was. Yes. This movie did not have magic. He, he, said, had, he, he said, said magic said, twice. He said it was magic. <laughs> we can talk about it later. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for the movie, Ben. <laughs> Episode 12. This was 12. God, that was so Episode 12. Thanks for joining us for the movie, Ben. Episode 12. <laughs> this ends our Olympic coverage on the movie, Ben, with Mighty Ducks 1 and 2. We'll see you next week for Dunstan Checks In. Colleen, tell them what they need to do. Well, there's a couple things. I'm going to say the three I know first, and then we'll jump into the last one that I think I'm doing. Rate, review, and uh, subscribe. Yep. And we'll, uh, we have stickers. Yeah. We promise. Maybe. Some of them. <laughs> probably give them all out because there's so many people reviewing. Um, and then we're going to be doing a live episode March 16th. Uh, we'll be watching Beethoven oh, as this a is group. Big. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We'll be watching Beethoven all together, and then we'll do a live episode. And we mean all together. We mean with you. The yes, listener. with you. We're, we're gonna, inviting you to Matthews, North Carolina. Home of the movie, baby. To watch our season finale of season one. Yes. On the big screen. On the big screen. Watch Beethoven with us, and then we'll record a live episode of the movie, Ben, with with you as the audience and asking questions like a town hall. Right? And this is a free yeah. event. Free we, just, event. we would just love for you guys to come out. We'll have a we great time. You. We'll have popcorn. You. you can hug us. We love popcorn. We'll have some merch. Merch. Some movie bin merch. Stickers. It's going to be great. Very excited. So. And <laughs> Mark your calendar, March 16th. What are you trying to say? I just didn't know the past ones. We've offered a raffle. <laughs> yes. Please continue the raffle. Say it. Christian will splice it in. <laughs> And raffle. Just the word raffle. <laughs> we're going to have a no, raffle. We're going to have a raffle. Uh, Where Colleen is going no. to, you're going to win a helicopter ride, uh, a helicopter tour, tour of Bougie, Be- Bethlehem, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. That's not true. <laughs> so we would um, uh, do a like gift basket of all the movies we reviewed as the raffle. Oh, Ooh, very good. On very DVD. Good. Probably get some cheap ones. I mean, nowadays. What, like $10, $15? I don't know what cheap is for you. We have very different definitions. <laughs> Are we, we can't discuss pricing of a raffle basket here. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next week on the movie, Ben. Dustin checks in. Thank you for joining us. See you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>